Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Ah, oh, thank you so much for the kind introduction, Mr. Bruce. How you doing? It is me, Jim, the podcast Sherpa, and you're listening to Too Many Podcasts, a production by... Too many podcasts. That's That works. How you guys doing? I can't believe that we're actually barreling towards the end of season three, and I've actually got about half of season four done already. Well, the interviews are recorded anyway. I just have to tweak all the other stuff. But you will be hearing them in the coming weeks and months. Lots of stuff for you to catch on to, so make sure you spread the word and leave a kind word on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher.com, and you can check out my website at SharePollution.com, where you can hear all all of the episodes, all the way back from season one, back when I was a fledgling podcaster. But I think my guest today knows a little bit about being a fledgling podcaster among fledgling other things. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? He's a former pro wrestler and a musician who's got some music out. He's also what we can call, I guess, a podcast maven with his own podcast network called Realm of the Mist. And it's an interesting concept that it's a show that has rotating shows from other podcasters. And he's nice enough to present it through his network in addition to whatever network those podcasters may use. What's his name? His name is Christopher Stolly. And I had a lot of fun talking with Chris. He's a really super nice guy. Really interesting story. I think you're going to enjoy him. But before we do talk to him, just a little reminder. I think you probably can say this along with me. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Sherpa. There's over, how many? Say it, kids! 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That was easy enough. Let's go talk to Chris in the conference room at the Sherpa Chalet. Hey there, Rebels. We have ventured into the realm of the mist. Well, that's the name of the company owned by my guest today. His name is Christopher Stolle, the East Coast kid, Chris Wilde himself. Oh, he, my God. <laughs> he has come to the Sherpa Chalet here for a couple of words, and we'll get to know him, and we'll talk about the numerous podcasts that he hosts. He's got an empire. He, he's the wild man. He'll be the wild man. You've gone wild, right? Wasn't that your tag team? Oh, my God, man. You're making me feel old here. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Chris? I'm I'm living, man. Just just trying to to stay away from this invisible organism that's kicking our rear ends right now, yeah, like everybody else. I know it's definitely not a lot of fun, but we can deal <laughs> with that some other time, right? Absolutely. I, I think there's enough podcasts talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We we can check ourselves off the list. I already did my special episode on it. <laughs> I am impressed you did the background research to know about Chris Wilde and the whole East Coast Kid thing. <laughs> I want to ask you about that. You were you an independent circuit wrestler? Yes, for 20 plus glorious years. And uh, played the same gimmick pretty much the whole time. I mean, when I first broke in, I was the extreme Matt Wild. But uh, Matt got changed to Chris uh, when I came back to Philadelphia in 2007. Uh, because I introduced myself to the color commentators as Chris, my, my shoot name, my real name. And during shows, they proceeded to forget that the gimmick name was Matt Wild and just proceeded to call me Chris Wild and it just kind of stuck like from there. <laughs> but technically it was always Matt Wild, but you know, uh I didn't adopt the East Coast kid until 
I'd say about 2002-ish, um, where the promoter I was working for at the time in Colorado had decided to take a heel char- a, a career heel character or bad guy, for those that aren't familiar with wrestling terms, and turn him face, turn him to a good guy. And I said it couldn't be done. And he said, well, well, come up with a moniker. I said, well, I've been playing the whole East Coast Pride thing, so why not East Coast Kid? And I was a big Shawn Michaels fan, so the Heartbreak Kid, East Coast Kid, it just really worked out. And uh, he decided, okay, I'm going to put you up against an Iraqi. Just come out with an American flag. Man, I've been a face ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a signature move when you were wrestling? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, I had a full Nelson into a rock bottom slam uh, that I used for a finisher. Uh, its name changed throughout the years. Uh, when I was a when I was a bad guy, I called it the bitch slap, which. Uh, was named after a former band I was in, uh, but when I had it, when I had when I made the good guy turn, I had to have something that was a little bit more family friendly. So it got uh, name changed to the Wild Card. So uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Did you get hurt a lot when when you wrestled, or you were pretty lucky? Um, well, I, uh, kind of both. Um, <laughs> I, I never had any serious serious injuries, but I mean, I've had concussions, bruised ribs couple dislocations of, of minor bones, but um, nothing that like hindered me from being able to hold down a nine to five day job or, or uh, you know, uh, ruin my career in, in some way, shape or form. So I've been lucky on that aspect, but I mean, uh, chair shots, you can't fake. So, I mean, perfect example was uh, the first time I won the PWA tag team championships. I have no memory of that match. What I do know is we were, uh, it was me and my tag team partner uh, taking on uh uh, the human highlight, Billy Real, and uh, his partner for the night, because his normal partner didn't show, uh, who was Mr. Arrogance. They were they were representing the tag team champions, and he's going wild, he's going for the titles. And uh, something went wrong, something went screwy, I got dropped on my head. And the next memory I have from that, that drop on my head was sitting on a subway, heading to work in my work clothes with one half of the tag team titles sitting on my lap. Oh, wow. I have no memory. I don't remember the end of the match. I don't remember celebrating the match. <laughs> I don't remember getting home and getting changed. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I can imagine you paying the fare on the subway with a tag team championship belt in your arm. It must have been a little unusual. It was, but I mean, at the time I was uh, doing uh, night security for uh, the Avenue of the Arts here in, in Philadelphia. And so they knew I had a show that night before I had to come into work. So if I won the title, I promised them I would bring the title with me apparently. So I brought it. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone ever go see you at your night job and say, wait a minute, don't I know you from pro wrestling? No, thankfully not. Actually, uh, the, the most I ever got recognized was when, uh, again, in Colorado for Rocky mountain championship wrestling, we were on TV, uh, real late night on, on, channel 57 uh 57 i think it was it was uh the upn network but i mean we were real late at night like three o'clock in the morning and i just remember one time our training facility was in westminster colorado and me and a couple of uh guys that were in a tag team went to a local dairy queen to get you know something to drink while we're waiting for the gym to open and some kid just walked up to me out of nowhere left his parents walked up to me you're Matt Wilde. Can I get your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> that was very uncomfortable because I'm not used to people approaching me. <laughs> but now it's long behind you, though, huh? Did you, did you miss it or you, there, you just like being having your domestic life now? 
There's there's days I miss it. I mean, I miss the performance of it. I don't miss the politics of it. When I was in the ring and telling a story and getting the crowd to react the way I wanted them to react, I mean, uh, those are the things I missed. You know what I mean? Just that 15 minutes in that spotlight. And I mean, my whole entire life, I've been an entertainer. I've been a musician. I've been a pro wrestler. I've been, you know, a podcaster. I haven't tried stand-up comedy, although some people tell me I should. Never tried acting, although that's something my mother always believed I should have done because I would repeat every movie I ever saw as a kid. You know, but my whole entire life, I've been in, in, in entertainment and performance. But wrestling was the only time that it was only me doing it. It wasn't me in a band or, or me in a production crew or something. It was just me going out to the ring and doing what I could do. They, it, there, there's a special place in my heart for that. Cause it was, it was the one time that, you know, I'm just showcasing what I could do sure, as opposed to what I could do for others <laughs> or with others. Well, it's clear that, you know, the entertaining gene must be in you, especially going from wrestling to being a musician, to being a podcaster as well. You like to be heard. Yeah, I feel like I got something to say. Nobody's listening, but I got something to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's the important part. I'm I'm used to that. I'm an only child, so I'm I'm used to people not listening to me when I talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go away, kid. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about your band. Current band? I don't have a current band. The project I'm working on is yeah. uh, now I'm doing it all myself. It's a it's a solo album. uh, Christopher Stolle for uh, Forgotten. It's the first time I've even played music in over 12 years. Always continued writing even after my last band, Dissolution Purity, in in Colorado. But uh, I just uh, decided I wanted. I had some songs. I had something I wanted to say. I was playing with a program called Fruity Loops, which uh, people who are rap and hip hop stars or dubsteps. musicians you're familiar with the program it it generates beats you can create drum beats and 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 all i started toying with it and had an idea of doing uh uh an industrial album you know a nine inch nail style album um and that's what i've been working on and so far i've released a single close my eyes it can be found uh i'll make sure you get a, a copy of the link of from our websites it's free to download the album I'm hoping to have released by uh, December, and it is also going to be free. I'm not looking to make any money from this. I just wanted to create an album to see if I could. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so, you know, if it sucks, it didn't cost you a thing. <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained. <laughs> nothing ventured, nothing gained. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean that uh, that the next album will be free. I mean, uh, if, if this album is a success and people do dig what I'm doing, I might think about making another album. And if I do decide to make another album, that one I might charge for just because now I have an idea of what the hell I'm doing. Sure. <laughs> now, what, what kind of music did you grow up listening to that you really liked? Well, that's a hard one to uh, discuss because the neighborhood I grew up in as a kid up until about 11 years old was a bunch of uh, elderly. I, there wasn't kids my age for, for the longest time. So I listened to what my mother listened to, you know, and my grandparents, I, I listened to the fifties and sixties, Glenn Miller and the big bands, you know, th- those were what I grew up on, cut my teeth on, you know, the Everly brothers, the beach boys, you know, and then uh, a buddy of mine moved into uh, a house behind me and he was the one that introduced me to rock and roll and heavy metal, like modern rock and heavy metal. So it was Metallica, Ozzy, you know, Bon Jovi, uh, <laughs> the, the wide variety. And uh, as I discovered a love for music and, and deciding to, that was something I wanted to do, 
I really started delving into different genres of music. So blues, jazz, uh, R&B, you know, deeper into the older stuff like uh, like the doo-wop age and the Motown age and just a whole bunch of different genres. The only thing I really can't stand, ironically enough, is the electronic and sample style musics of like uh, modern rap and hip hop, uh, uh, dubstep uh techno electronica stuff like that i don't really enjoy because it's it's to me it's too computerized and Mm -hmm. not as as uh organic as just a band or musicians with live instruments doing what they do that's true and sometimes you you can hear some of those artists especially with the techno artists it's like the music will start playing and they, the, the musician doesn't really even have to be there. They can just kind yeah. of walk away and, and it's still there where, you know, watching somebody perform live is a whole different experience. And that's it. And I think, I think the two of the biggest disappointments to this album for myself, um, and I, I don't want to, you know, talk bad on the album. I mean, I'm putting my heart and soul into this is the fact that I'm not a drummer. So like, I know how to play bass. I know how to play guitar and I am playing bass and I am playing guitar on the album. Uh, you know, I know how to, kind of saying quote air quotations so i am singing on the album but the 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 drum beats and and the industrial elements obviously are computer generated you know uh because i don't know how to do it and it's a disappointment to me because if i if i ever learned how to play drums i would rather play drums live on this album than than that but the other disappointment is the fact that yeah it's not going to get a tour i don't have a band to to do the album I may go to like a karaoke bar and if they allow me to play the track, I'll sing over it. Sure. But uh, there, there's not going to be any tour, any live performances of this album. And that that's kind of a disappointment. because That's one of the fun parts of being a musician is going out and getting on stage and, you know, performing for people. Sometimes artists start on YouTube and then they kind of build up a little bit of a following and then they go out. So you never know, you know if that may go in your way. You know what? I it's funny because my last band, this give you an idea. My last band, the, the biggest promotion and the biggest help to build that band was MySpace. <laughs> if you remember, if you remember MySpace, MySpace would allow you to upload music and it would play on your profile page. So we would release our demo on MySpace. You know how much money we saved just by uploading it to uh, MySpace. You know, uh, bring back MySpace. That was that was the friendly, you know, platform for for artists and entertainers, like even podcasters. We could upload our episodes to the pl- uh, to the player, and people could just come to the uh, you know the page and listen to it. Facebook should take a page out of that, <laughs> so to speak. Right? So, now you have your company called Realm of the Mist. Is it new? Is it the new Realm of the Mist, or it's Realm of the Mist? Realm of the Mist. So the reason the reason the anchor page is called New Realm of the Mist is we had an original page uh, that was going pretty well, and it was just Realm of the Mist Entertainment. It's still there; you can still find it. Uh, however, one day I tried to go log into that to upload new material, and the login didn't work at all. When I put in the exact login that I still use to this day, it made me create a whole new page. I can't access the original page. They can't help me on accessing the original page. That page probably has like hundreds of dollars in advertisement money sitting on it, and I can't get to it. Oh. And all I get from Anchor is that, oh, well, sorry. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> Meanwhile, they're, they're counting the money in their hands, right? <laughs> that's it, yeah. I, I'm exaggerating. We probably have 50 cents in the uh, advertising bin. But, I mean, you know, so 
to not confuse people, I called it the new Realm of the Mist because of the new Realm of the Mist page. So that way they knew it was the current page where they can get what we've done. But I mean, even in descriptions of everything we do, it's, it's you know, go check out the original page for older content. So Breaking Fourth Wall is what launched everything. The name Realm of the Mist came from the fact when I was with my last band, Disillusion Purity, to protect our interests, I had uh, uh, gotten the the rights to uh, Realm of the Mist Entertainment and Medal of Fallen Records. So that way I would protect our intellectual properties, our photos, our music, you know, everything under under one roof, which was Realm of the Mist. Uh, when I stopped wrestling and stopped doing music and decided to go into podcasting, I created Breaking the Fourth Wall, which was at that time a bunch of friends sitting around bitching about movies. You know, we okay. were we were we were want to be critics. And when I started getting approached by other podcasters and wanting to learn how to do what we do, which which was ironic and funny to me, because when I first started off, I would set my cell phone on speaker on a table next to a digital recorder and have a conversation with friends over the phone. I mean, that that's how we started. That's how low tech it was. When I started getting approached by other people wanting help with starting their podcasts and everything, I thought, OK, if we're, if we're going to do this together, I need to create a company that's going to, you know, protect everybody's interests and make it a lot easier for everybody to find everything lo and behold i still own the rights to realm of the mist entertainment i said you know what now it's a podcasting company (laughs) and that's how it became but believe it or not breaking the fourth wall was the the starter if if it wasn't for breaking the fourth wall i wouldn't be a podcaster realm of the mist wouldn't exist and what were some of the other shows that you've done i know you said you needed a list in front of you just to be (laughs) sure well, Realm of the Mist has gone through so many different uh, iterations. Um, before, it used to just be in-house, like we would help people create shows and it would all be under Realm of the Mist. And I mean, we still have the intellectual shows like that. We have uh, It Had to Be Said with Venus as an in-house show. Uh, the Sock Drawer is an in-house show. Uh, Press A Gaming, which is video gaming uh, podcast is a is an in-house show we have a uh, more vulgar show i call it our seinfeld show it's a show about nothing uh called after hours that that one's our kind of our more popular show just because of the fact that like uh that we spend an hour just trying to make each other laugh that that's the whole entire point of the show we have realm of the mist podcast and then we have shows that we syndicate that uh don't i don't own the rights to they have their own channels they have their own abilities i just rebroadcast them to help hopefully expand their audience and in turn maybe their audience will discover us too and that shows like my worst holiday uh what's your effing binge podcast and and uh, there's just so many (laughs) you just mentioned one that i interviewed and one that i'm going to interview and one that i was just on about two weeks ago nice (laughs) (laughs) So I'm contributing well, we, to the cause. Contributing to the cause. Yeah. So there you go. That we uh we 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 broadcast them. I'm a that that that. I'm a po- I'm a talker. I'm a podcaster. Can't you tell? I can't even talk right. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, everyone. Who, I've gotten compliments on my podcast, and I say it's really a lot of editing. Trust me, I don't sound yeah. as smart as I really am. <laughs> See, that's something I never do with my podcast, and I don't know. I that, to me, it's like um I'm a big editor when it comes to music. You know, of course, like if if a, something things just slightly out of out of time or you know i i stuttered somewhere or or you're trying to sing and that note just sounded a little flat you cut you paste you put in new but when it comes to the podcast i I release them raw i I think some of the 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 charm of it is sometimes the flubs personal opinion i could be completely wrong and maybe that's why our numbers aren't as great as i'd like them to be but i mean you know it's just i think it's part of the charm well that's okay (laughs) you're you're entitled to your opinion i think (laughs) 
I think if I didn't edit, people would probably come up to you and go, hey, Chris, I really enjoyed your interview with Porky Pig. We was bleep, 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 talked about the podcast. <laughs> right now you're interviewing Porky Pig. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, that just uh, it's been going strong for about four years. I mean, we've we've launched some shows that are now gone off, off on their own. Um, the Leo Effect, he was uh, he was a member of Realm of the Mist. Um now running its own show, uh, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. That was one of ours. That was one of our cre- first creations. That uh, when Realm of the Mist was first born, that was one of the first shows uh, with with breaking the fourth wall. So uh, Mark Tolly finally broke off on his own, and you know seems to be doing well. And power to him. Uh, other people that used to be associated with us, like Star Wars Canon Podcast, doing great, great numbers. Just yeah, it, it's been it's been a wild trip, and it's not something I ever thought I'd be doing. I literally started podcasting to talk about movies and to uh, just give myself something to do in the entertainment world that a 43-year-old father of three could do that didn't involve beating up his body or leaving the house all too much. (laughs) (laughs) So you're pretty safe from chair shots for now, right? Um, Depends on how much I piss off my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've probably done your share of interviews as a podcaster. Were there any special interviews that stood out? There are a couple. I got to, to sit down and talk to the man, Sid Vicious. Um, I, he, that was an interesting one. That was one of the first uh, wrestling interview ones. And what was neat about it was it was a, a person I had never spoken to before. You know, because um, I've done a couple wrestling uh, since. And, of course, they were people that I either knew in the business myself or I've at least met them at some point in my life before. So Sid was a very, very interesting one. That was one that stuck in my head. Uh, another one was Scotty Schwartz, the kid who got his tongue stuck on the pole in the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was special about that is I was when my my publicist connection, which you know who he is, yeah. um, talked to me about Scotty Schwartz. I had made the mistake of mentioning it to my sister-in-law, who is a huge fan of the Christmas story. <laughs> so when she found out I could possibly interview Flick from the Christmas story, she just she wouldn't let it go. So like I had to pester Steve on it to no end. Like I've got to talk to Scotty. Like, she'll kill me if I don't do this interview. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, honestly, one of my more, more favorite ones has been uh, one that's actually became a two parter was uh, Dave Hamblin Hambone. Uh, he's a uh, he's a set construction carpenter. Uh, his father was actually the person who painted the shark for Jaws, and uh, he's as blue collar as it gets. I mean, he's 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 like talking to your local contractor, and it, it's just a <laughs> blast because when he goes off, it's one of those interviews where it's like, okay, I'll ask you a question, and then I'm just going to mute my mic, sit back, come back in about 45 minutes. He's still going. Okay. <laughs> yes, I interviewed him too. He he likes to talk. <laughs> yes, he does. But he's a fun. He's a funny guy. <laughs> I'd say those are three that uh, three that really stick out to my mind. Oh, and of course, one of the first ones I got to do, uh, which was a personal personal victory, because I'm a huge huge Kevin Smith fan. I love Kevin Smith films, and I got to inter- interview Veronica, uh, Marilyn Gigliotti. One of the first interviews I got to do when Breaking the Fourth Wall became an interview show. And that that one's extra special just because, I mean, I got to talk to Veronica, you know, from Clerks. <laughs> it's weird when you get to do stuff like that. Isn't it kind of surreal sometimes? Oh, it really is. Um, I, I got to talk to uh, Kristen, Christine DeBell, 
and uh, you might remember her from Meatballs and and such. And that one, I, I don't really get starstruck, even even with people like I grew up watching or whatever else. But like I was so nervous to interview her because I had such a huge crush on her as a kid, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it, it like it was bringing back those old feelings of, of a kid. Like I felt like you know that prepubescent kid. It was just like, oh, she's pretty, and. <laughs> You're sitting there trying to have a serious conversation with her and not embarrass her and everything. But at the same time, you're just sitting there like, oh, my God, if the little guy could see me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dream accomplished, right? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, not fully, but we won't go there. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> Since the realm of the mist is full of podcasts, uh, what are some of the podcasts that you like to listen to? Personally, nothing that we pr- produce. No, <laughs> no I, I listen to everybody's uh, shows that I'm not on. Thank God, I don't listen to my own. I, I, I they, no, thank you. You know, I get enough of my own voice just talking. You know, I listen to the sock drawer. I listen to to press a gaming when I'm not on it. You know, and the like. But uh, I usually listen to. Well, let's see. I, I really enjoy Rude and Reckless, who used to be a WPS podcast. Uh, they changed their name because it was it was a little bit more consumer friendly to be reckless and rude. Um, I also like listening to uh, tabletop gaming sessions, so things like Dice Camera Action and uh, uh, Dumb Dumbs and Dice, uh, their their uh, Dumb Scum and Villainy podcasts and stuff for for Star Wars uh, RPG. Like I really get a kick out of listening to the uh, to the tabletop Dungeons and Dragons games, you know. Uh, Critical Role, you know, I listen. I listen to a lot of that, and of course, uh, the the more mainstays, I listen to Collider. I'll listen to uh, the Schmoes, the Schmo Knows show. Oh, what was what was? I had it in my head and I lost it now. Oh, Hollywood Babylon, talking about you know Kevin Smith. I'll listen to that one a lot too. So, <laughs> okay, so we have this portion of the show, and we call it Shameless Self Promotion. Shameless Self Promotion. And this is where you can let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you and how they can follow you. Well, let's see if I could pull this off without doing the like, uh, comment, subscribe, and share part portion of it. You can do it. that. But, it's okay. <laughs> but I'm told, I'm told I'm pretty good at this part here. It's like, uh, hey, guys, if you enjoy Realm of the Mist Entertainment and any of our subsequent shows, you can find us on YouTube.com. Just go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, share out. And while you're there, go over to our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop and video game Let's Play needs. And, of course, if you prefer your podcast and audio only format we got you covered just go ahead and look up realm of the mist entertainment on anchor.fm apple itunes spotify pandora or wherever quality podcasts can be found and of course i'm going to add this in for the shameless plug part if you want to contact me directly or talk to me about realm of the mist in general you can find me on facebook on uh, twitter on instagram just look up christopher michael stolle s-t-o-l-l-e there you go One take. <laughs> you did it like a two podcaster, Chris. What can I say? <laughs> so, I've gotten I've gotten used to that first portion of it, though. <laughs> I do it enough per the week. Are there any future plans for Realm of the Mist, or just whatever comes along as you grow, you grow? It's it's not ne- necessarily in the works, or at least in the in the uh, near future. But we are talking about trying to get most of us together. Uh, to maybe take a look into doing uh, live panels at a comic con. 
Uh, there is there there is talks of that, and uh, regardless of which, I mean, breaking the fourth wall at one point had done a live broadcast from a comic book store here in Feasterville uh, Comic Collections. Uh, shameless plug. What's up, Dave? Um, you know, and I wouldn't mind doing that again, um, especially since there are alumni that aren't too far away. You know, like in New York and all, where they could make a day trip out to do it. So, I'd say I'd say the big thing is is I'd like to get back into live remotes. I okay. think that's the big plan. Well, I will keep my fingers crossed for you, sir. <laughs> so whether you know him as Matt Wilde or Chris Wilde <laughs> or the head of Realm of the Mist Entertainment, that's a tongue twister, you know. <laughs> Either way, his name is Christopher Michael Stolley. Thank you so much for coming down to the Sherpa Chalet. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. I just realized that Chris made it easy for me to do this week's Sherpa Suggestions because I figured, why not suggest the podcasts that are on the New Realm of the Mist Entertainment Podcast Network? And some of these podcast names will sound familiar because the hosts of the shows have been on too many podcasts. So let's throw some at you and let's see if there's maybe more that you might want to check out. We have Breaking the Fourth Wall with, of course, Chris Stolley, The Sock Drawer Podcast, Chronicles by the Campfire, Chronicles of the Lost Realm, My Worst Holiday, Scott Silverman's Happy Hour, Journal of the Jedi, In a City Like Yours with, of course, Michael Glenmore, Journey to the East Podcast, One Non-Blonde, The Applause Radio Show, The Hungry Trilobite, The Tinfoil Hat Society, Press A Gaming Podcast, It Had to Be Said, the Blown Spot Pro Wrestling Podcast, Surviving the Storm, What's in My Head, The Freakin' Awesome Podcast, Heavyweight Chumps with Devon and Thunder Cookies, you remember those guys, they were great guests. And finally, the Coast to Coast Power Hour, which features numerous hosts of those shows gathering all together and saying horrible things about Jim the Podcast Sherpa. Oh yeah, like I haven't heard that stuff before. <laughs> Very special thanks to Mr. Chris Stolley for coming on down to the Sherpa Chalet. And you've been listening to Too Many Podcasts. You can follow this show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Sherpalution. And like I said, my website, Sherpalution.com, where you get all of the episodes. And you can hear this podcast on any of those wonderful podcasting apps that you can get either through the App Store, if you're a Mac person, or the Google Play Store. We're there. We show up somewhere. If we don't, let me know. I'll try and get on there for you if it's a podcast app that you like and they don't carry too many podcasts. Do me a little favor. Please check out some of those shows that are on the Realm of the Mist podcast network as well as Chris's show. And if you're already listening to them, maybe spread the word about my show too. Share an episode if you like. That's what it's there for. That's what you can do with these podcast apps. Let everybody know about the Sherpolution. Viva la Sherpolution, everybody. Okay, Mr. Bruce, I'm tired. Could you please show everyone the door? Thank you, kind sir. Mr. Carl's Jr. Spokesman. Bye. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition. Viva la Chapalition. <coughs> oh. Yo, come back now, you hear?